When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Athena will help you pay down your home loan faster. Visit athena.com.au. Dwayne's World with Dwayne Russell. Been a big couple of hours. Been great to have your company for Dwayne's World for Athena Home Loans. Be rewarded for your loyalty at Athena Home Loans. Uh, Quite a few still coming through on. Best grand final of the AFL era now. We're 35 years old. Might be biased, but the 2005 will forever be the greatest I've witnessed 732 years in the making, the whole final series with the narrow loss to the Eagles in the qualifier, the Nick Davis heroics in the semi v Geelong, and then the epic grand final with the most iconic grand final moment and commentary call ever with Leo Barry, you star. I've got goosebumps just thinking about it now, mate. Then Roosie's, here it is. Cheers, Pipe Tommy from Lonnie. Make a good case, Tommy from Lonnie. Thanks for your contribution on the text, Mitch Cleary has been good enough to join us, Seven News Chief Reporter. You can check out what happened at Captain's Day Live tonight from 6pm on Channel 7 with Peter Mitchell and Mitch. It's Mitch and Mitch tonight. Welcome to you, Mitch. Great to have you on. Thanks, Dwayne. Thanks for having me on board. It was nice to have a chat to a few of the captains on this show. You had a chat to almost all of them. Uh, any news, news to come from it? Yeah, interesting uh, takeaways from a lot of them, uh, from all the way from the MCG service from Taylor Swift to the seriousness of concussion, a few injury hiccups along the way. So um, I'll, I'll start and work through a few. I, I think uh, Sam Walsh, there's a positive spin, I, I guess, coming from the blues around Sam Walsh and his likelihood uh, to be their opening round. But I need to see it with my own eyes um, and see him put together a full session before I, uh, you know, I'm buying, I'm buying in on that one. Um, Zach Williams, though, is heading in the right direction. I'm not sure if he's going to be there in 11 days' time for that game against Brisbane, but he is heading in the right direction after his ACL. Then um, you've got Toby Nankervis, the Richmond captain on his own sort of battle. He's got the foot that he's dealing with at the moment, uh, big nank. So uh, a couple of races against time, as, as you would call them, uh, Dwayne. And then you've got the concussion situation, the MCG. I did actually... Um, my ears pricked up when, when Patrick Cripps was asked about the, the surface of the MCG, and he sort of made mention that last year, if you can remember back to the the Ed Sheeran uh, concert mm. where um, the MCG was ripped up in parts and there was one part of the ground was sort of dry, the other part of the ground was slippery. And he may mention that he'd like to see the, uh, the MCG and the MCC come to a resolution where, you know, it's, it's all it's all one, you know, um, rather than having different parts of the ground and different surfaces. So that's um, something I'm sure will be a talking point between now and um, the traditional season opener between Richmond and Carlton. I tried to get a little chat with Maxie, but he's one of the ones I missed. But you got him. Had a chat to the Melbourne captain, including a little bit about Angus Grayshaw's retirement. Yeah, so this time last week, he was uh, fronting the cameras around Joel Smith and um, everything that came with the Melbourne culture. But today, he was pretty forthright around sort of the importance of, of how, it, you know, Melbourne's missed a fix at Angus Brayshaw and, and sort of what the loss he, he will mean for them. He was sort of open in that, you know, some of these halfbacks like Salem and Rivers will have to go through the midfield at times. But 
Um, as a close friend, he, he said he and Gus over the weekend shared a bottle of Grange together. It's uh, mm. pretty handy that they're uh, going mm. to the top of the shelf. Um, mm. But they're very close friends, premiership teammates. Um, and Max said he's devastated for, for a very close friend of his. Um, you know, Darcy Moore shared similar sentiments. Now, he was asked a couple of times, Darcy Moore, around um, how Braden Maynard had, had taken the news and I guess how he's absorbed all of it. And he did his best to sort of deflect. He did say that uh, Braden Maynard you know, came out clearly very strongly in the last year and, and showed his remorse. But, um, yeah, no real buy-in from Darcy Moore around, the, I guess, the, the events of the last week and, and how Braden Maynard's taken all that in. Has Max got a wine bar, Max Gorn? He did at one point. Yeah. Um, I think this one may have come from right. the Melbourne sponsor, right. the, uh, the Bottle of Range. So being looked after, Big Max, he's always uh, he's good at taking the, the, the heat out of a lot of situations, um, Big Max Gorn. But... Um, I, I, I think, and, and he was alluding to this as well, he's going to be a massive loss on-field for them, uh, Angus Brayshaw, given his versatility. Um, the other question he was asked to is around Clayton Oliver. He said it's so day-to-day that he can't even um, you know, give an answer on whether he'll be there in 10 days' time for that game against mm-hmm. Sydney. Personally, Dwayne, my view is that had Angus Brayshaw been there around one or the opening part of the season, I think that may have bought them more time for Clayton Oliver. But I think now... This fast tracks a decision around Clayton Oliver. Um, they need quality to start the season, and if it was a 50-50 call going into that first game, the fact that Angus Brayshaw isn't there, I reckon that might help uh, make Melbourne's decision for them when it comes to picking Clayton Oliver early in the season. So he'll need at least what 80% of game time uh, Wednesday night against Carlton. Yeah, yeah, and, and he said he's expected to play three or four quarters. So mm. um, it's sort of all on track for, for Clayton Oliver. Um, heading in the right direction. But, you know, as Max said, we've got to hold our breath because it's so day-to-day. Um, we can't sort of, you know, put the, um, you know, go too early on it because um, we, we don't want um, Clayton sort of getting ahead of himself. And, and for him, it's more about Clayton having the best year rather than, I guess, the best month to start the season. Luke Beveridge, no one's heard much from Luke. Uh, Marcus Bontempelli was there to do the dogs talking today. Yeah, he was. Um he claims there's no sort of breakdown in sort of communication or tension between the, the senior ups at the at the Bulldogs. Clearly, there's you know a level of tension in the last year when Rowan Smith is moved out. Luke Beveridge wanted to keep his long-time assistant. And then you've got Chris Grant, the head of footy, and um, those in the executive saying it's time for a, for a freshen up. So that's naturally going to cause some tension. Uh, Marcus Bontempelli is pretty bullish on the season and what's ahead. He was very glowing of, of Riley Sanders and, um, you know, you can see why he's definitely in the conversation uh, for the rising star and, and Bont even sort of quipped that, you know, I hope they tag Riley to start the season because it might mean that I get off the leash. So we'll see how that one goes. Uh, I reckon that Riley Sanders might need a few runs on the board before he's being tagged ahead of the Bont yeah. um, before anything like that happens. Yeah, Riley looked okay. I was there the other day at the Witten Oval. He looked okay, but he looks a little... I shouldn't say Doug Hawkins like. I love the fact that he wears his socks up. Mm. It is good. Paddy Dangerfield's another one. He had mm. the socks up today. Uh, I mean, I know you know very well. Um, it's, it's almost like he's probably not as explosive as Jason Horn Francis, mm. but that same sort of strut and the way he sort of works around stoppage gives me vibes like Jason Horn Francis. Mm. I look at Riley Sanders as well and think it's almost like a, a mini Rory Sloan. He might be a mm. bit quicker and maybe a little bit more polished than Rory Sloan, but I'm getting those vibes, sort of the broad sort of shoulders, he's sort of, uh, he's, he's built already, Riley Sanders. I'm, I think he's going to have a good year. Yeah, I think you might be spot on there. 
So, Sam Pau Pepper, Michael Christian, we were thinking might have handed this down by now, but it looks like it's going to drag on until uh, later on this afternoon. Yeah, it looks like it'll be in that sort of 5.30, 6.30 window like they usually do. Usually, as you know, we get them 24 hours after each game, but because of the, the scratch match nature of the weekend, I think we're going to more, learn more the more in one hit, um, dating back to later today. I'm in the camp probably of four weeks. I know that's uh, you know not, not anything outlandish, but... Sam Pepper approaches that contest with vigour. Um, yes, the player was flung into him, um, Mark Kane from uh, the Adelaide Footy Club, but I think he could have had, you know, he could have prevented that situation, Sam Pepper. So mm. uh, even hearing him speak this morning in Adelaide when he arrived, he, he said, I'm a tough, hard player, but I got this one wrong. I think he's preparing for some time on the sidelines to start the power season. And anything else that came from the captain's day today? It's always a fun day. It is organised chaos, Dwayne. You've got about <laughs> 70 or 80 media in one spot trying to speak to 18 captains. Um, just trying to think of something else that came up. Actually, I saw Jai Simpkin had the... Uh, he had a little cast on his finger. Mm. Um, he's, he picked up a bit of an injury last week, so he's going to wear a glove to start the season. But um, he assures us that he's A-OK and, and has been given the tick-off to start the year. So just a little hiccup for, for the North Melbourne skipper. And uh, give us your overreaction from what you've seen in the preseason so far, Mitch. Before you go, what have you what have you liked? What didn't you like? Bottom four for Essendon, Dwayne. Um, put put a, put a line through them. No, nah, it is early, <laughs> but um, the fact that St Kilda's halfbacks with you know Nzai Wang and Miller, um, you know these sort of guys running the ball off, you know the, the back line, they'll get Jack Sinclair back. The, the fact that Essendon weren't able to contain that was a concern for me, given their back, you know their defensive side of their game has been a concern for a long, long time. Liam Henry, I'll put him in the conversation for a recruit of the year. Um, and staying on that game, Jesus, Max King can string it all together. Mm. He was dobbing from 55 on snaps. I know there was a breeze there, but um, yeah, there's a lot to like at the Saints if they can, can get it all together. Um, and if they've got a bit of speed around the ball with Mateo Filippo and, and Liam Henry, I like the look at that midfield when it's not just the likes of Steele, Ross and Crouch rolling through there. Yeah, you've highlighted something that's a bit of a worry for me, and that is, what if Essendon gets smashed by Geelong at GMHBA Stadium this week? That's um, a game, I think, Friday night. You don't want to read too much in the preseason comp, but uh, what Nathan Buckley said today about Essendon not finishing the season well last year, I think Andrew from Nidri rang up this morning, and uh, I think his question was, is Essendon any, ever going to be any good? And then they've got the Cats at GMHBA, so... We'll keep a watch on that. We'll keep a watch on the news as well tonight. Mitch, uh, we know you've got a bit coming, so I look forward to talking to you soon, and we'll see Seven News tonight. Thanks for the plug, Dwayne. I'll speak to you soon. Mitch Cleary, live tonight, 6 p.m. Channel 7 with Peter Mitchell. Back to wrap it all up after the break. You're with Dwayne's World.